This is Preps Casey's Football Friday Night. Preps Casey's Football Friday Night is brought to you by Remax, Comcast Xfinity, Price Chopper, BeUnion.com, the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, Dick Sporting Goods, and the Deepest Quali Moore Law Firm. Here's your host, Dion Clisso, and the coach, Harold Wamsgons. Welcome to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Like the man said, I am your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgons. And coach, it is quarterfinal slash semifinal week uh, on both sides of the state line. It's week 13, and here we are. We are in November. It is time to find out in, in four different spots, five different spots, who's playing for a state championship, and then who's going to be in the semifinal in five other classes. So we got a lot on the line this week. This Last week and this weekend are maybe my two favorite weeks of the season. It's going to be a great one. I was impressed last week. Blue Valley Northwest jumping out 35 to zero on Olathe North was just amazing. That was probably the eye opener right there. All right, let's go ahead and tell you what we're going to do here. This is our Kansas hour. We're going to have a real short open. Uh, and then we are going to dive into all four games that have area teams on this, this um, hour and talk about every single one of them. We got great interviews. We have Blue Valley West Coast Josh Korkenmeyer. He's in a REMAX Big Three game, 6A title. 6A semifinal game with Blue Valley Northwest. We'll talk with St. Thomas Aquinas coach Randy Dryling. He's got, of course, Mill Valley and Aquinas playing each other in the 5A semifinal. Our third segment, we'll talk with Bishop Meage coach John Holmes. Uh, rinse and repeat, we've got St. James and Bishop Meage in the 4A semifinal. Then our own Adam Burns, he's going to be at that game. We'll close it out with GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. He's going to be at Mill Valley, St. Thomas Aquinas. He was at Blue Valley Northwest, Olathe North last week. And, of course, we'll talk all things 5A, 6A with him. Coach, is that game right there the one that stands out to you most from last week? Just without, Northwest? without a doubt. Their offense was just explosive the entire night, and they've really had a great season. What game are you looking at this week on the Kansas side that, that, that you really got your eye on? Derby and Lawrence. Derby and Lawrence. I think that's a good one. You know, I'd encourage you. You know, we don't have Coach Bowen on the show. We've already got a podcast up with him uh, right now. Good win for them over Manhattan last week. Derby got up early on Lawrence Free State last week, Coach. But Free State battled back in that game and made it a game there in the second half. Derby is the top dog. There's no one arguing with that. But they are beatable, aren't they, Coach? Without a doubt. And Lawrence has the weapons to do it. It would be an, an upset, but they can do it. They can do it. All right. We are going to dive into all four of these games on the Kansas side here after the break. We are going to start with Blue Valley West and Blue Valley Northwest with Coach Korkenmeyer. Great win for them last week over Shawnee Mission Northwest. They had another comeback. And we're also going to talk with Randy Dryling. His team went from losing four in a row to winning five in a row as they get ready to take on Mill Valley. You're listening to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star Team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. 
That's Remax. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the Remax app. Each office independently owned and operated. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Points. Cash. Gear. Sports. With a Dick Scorecard. You earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick's scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamscons. And a program like this wouldn't be possible with a great partner like the McCarthy Auto Group. Every year, they give $23,000 scholarships through the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association Scholar Athlete Program to help those students attend the school of their choice. They are also the sponsor of the Riddell Insight with Riddell. They hand out a lot of great technology to schools every year, and they have an essay contest that will be coming up here soon um, to help win some uh, equipment from Riddell, the courtesy of the McCarthy Auto Group. And there would be no Preps KC if, without the, the McCarthy Auto Group. So we appreciate everything they do for high school football. All right, let's go ahead and get back in the football and bring in a coach for one of our REMAX Big Three games. And semifinal week, it's pretty easy. Uh, there's only four games, so you've got a good chance of being a REMAX Big Three game. And uh, we've got Josh Korkemeyer from Blue Valley West. And, Coach, the last two weeks you guys have just uh, played great second halves and come back from uh, down at, at Blue Valley and down against Shawnee Mission Northwest. And uh, you find yourself in the, in the semifinal game for the first time since 2013, first ever 6A semifinal game in school history, and, uh, and playing a, a fellow Blue Valley school who hasn't been there since 99. So uh, a really good time for the Blue Valley School District and – um, two good teams that are playing really well. Um, how exciting is this for your, t- your, your program? And uh, what's it like to be staring across the Blue Valley North- Northwest one more time? Yeah, anytime I think you can get to this late in November and still be playing football, it's a, it's a great thing for your program. It does so many things. Uh, you know, first, it, it, it gives our kids more time to practice and our younger kids are, are getting better uh, because of that. 
Um, and, and two, it, it really is just a, a great sign of, of all the hard work that, that our kids and coaches have put in. And, and it's a huge reward um, for them to you know, be able to keep playing this, this late in November. When I look at Blue Valley Northwest, I see a great football team. They're, they're well coached. They're talented. They're disciplined. Uh, they do a lot of things right. Uh, it's going to be a tremendous challenge and, and uh, you know, another, another rematch. I think I figured out that uh, we'll have now that this will be our 18th game in the last two years. And uh, eight of those games have been played against Blue Valley Northwest and Blue Valley High School. <laughs> Amazing. Coach, talking about your offense and thinking about what your offense has done in the 12 weeks as you go into this 12th game, talk a little bit about your receiver group. I think they've kind of really stepped up in the last few weeks and been great for you. Kind of talk about that group on your offense. Yeah, it's a great group of kids. They, they, they work really hard. Um, you know, we, we obviously like to run the ball. Um, but, you know, when, when you play games, you know, last week, for example, Sean Mission Northwest comes out and, and plays a cover zero defense and, and said, you're not going to run the ball. <laughs> And they did a really good job of, of taking away that. And, and our receivers did a great job of stepping up and, and making plays. And, uh, and, and that's what you need. You need balance and, and, and trust that, you know, when, when time comes that they're going to go out and make plays. And, and I know sometimes as a receiver, it probably maybe gets a little boring when we're, you know, running the ball the way we run the ball sometimes. But, uh, um, you know, those receivers have stepped up. And, and it's a great group of kids. Um, you know, we really have five, five kids out there that have, that have had – really good years, 20, 30 catches, three, 400 yards, five, six touchdowns. Um, so it's, it's a balanced group and, and, and a talented group. What do you like about your offensive line and, and the way they played and, and especially the physicality you bring? I, I think that it's, it's interesting to see that the two last teams that are left in 6A are Northwest and, and you guys, and you're probably two of the more physical teams. I mean, it's not that, you know, the Sunflower League used to be kind of the physical league and the EKL was the, oh, we're going to throw it around, but – you guys are more of that style of, of teams. Yeah, you know, we, we try and be a balanced offense and, and, and be able to do, you know, what the defense gives you. But on the back of our offensive practice jerseys, we have, we have three things. Um, be physical, play fast, and execute. And, and physicality, I don't, I don't care what style of football you play, whether you're an air raid team or you're a flex bone team, you got to be a physical football team. And, uh, you know, especially when you're playing teams this late into the season, if you don't have that sense of physicality, it doesn't matter whether you're throwing the ball or running the ball. You're not gonna. You're not gonna make it very, very far. And our offensive line brings that to the table. Uh, they've done a really good job all year. Uh, you know, we, we ask them to be, you know, athletic um, with, with the scheme and stuff that we do with the outside zone stuff that we do. We we ask them to be really athletic and really smart. And we, we have a good group of those kids, but they also bring a little nastiness to the table, and and that sets the tone for our team. I know that your quarterback, Cage Roach, has just had a great season. Talk to us a little bit about the intangibles that he brings to the table. And he's, I think, been a key in the, the games that you've come back in the second half and the last three quarters of the game to turn defeat into a victory. Yeah, what he's done a really good job of is, is just remembering how good of an athlete he really is. I mean, he's a 6'3", you know, 200-pound kid that is a you know, great basketball player. He's just a great high school athlete. And, and sometimes we, we overthink the quarterback position a little bit. And, uh, you know, those, those first two scores in the game last week when we were down 14-0, uh, both of those touchdowns were, were nothing that, that, that we, you know, anything crazy that we did. They were just great plays that he made. He ran around. It was athletic and made a great throw. And, you know, sometimes I, <clears throat> I think we watch the NFL a little bit too much. And, uh, and I, playing, playing quarterback at the high school football level, it doesn't matter if it's Gage for us or um, the, the quarterback from Northwest. About half the plays they make are, are just being really good athletes and getting balls to other good athletes. And, and uh, it's not 
it's not as complicated, I think, as sometimes as we make it seem, and especially when, when good athletes like Gage just go make a play. Well, is he running your scout team too for you this week? Because that's what Mike, you just described Mike and Paulie pretty, pretty well in what he does. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a huge key to the game, you know. <laughs> Anytime, you know, that's, that's something we work is scramble drill all the time. And, and we work it from us as an offensive end and, and, and on, on the defensive end as well. And, you know, obviously trying to stop, stop that from, from, from him is, is, is hard because it's not, it's not set in stone. And, and there's, there's several plays a game where he, he makes those plays. And, um, and that's what Gage has done a good job of as well and, and, and hopefully continues to do. And, um, you know, high school football and any football at this, you know, this point when you get into the playoffs um, comes down to, you know, a handful of critical plays and, and who's going to make them. Well, Coach, it should be a great game. Good luck, and we appreciate you taking time with us. All right, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Well, Coach Walms, Coach Korkenmeyer has done a, done a great job over there at Blue Valley West, and um, they are a tough team, a tough out, and they've proved it week after week. Well, their passing offense has been very efficient in this seven and four season. It's going to be a good one. Yep. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our other REMAX Big Three game and bring in St. Thomas Aquinas coach Randy Dryling. And, Coach, it's, it's been a, a bit of a streaky year for you guys. You got off to a good start, had that kind of middle spot there where um, you lost four in a row, but you guys have really – just grown and reinstated and and look a lot like a Aquinas teams of the past and, and playing playing great offense, running the ball, doing those things. I'm really impressed the way your defense has played the last few weeks and and how you're and how you guys are taking care of that side of the ball. What has been kind of the difference in the last few weeks is, is you guys have have just really just gotten better each week. Well that really has been the difference, uh our defense. And uh, if you look at that, you know, the middle stretch and even the, you know, the first two games, you know, we gave up quite a few points to Luther North, who's yeah. had some <laughs> tremendous talent. Um, and, you know, we really weren't getting them off the field. And offensively, you know, we were so inexperienced on our offensive line. And, uh, you know, we were getting a few points. You know, we lost a close game to Miege, uh, lost an overtime game to Blue Valley. And, but we were just, you know, we just weren't getting them off. And then, uh, Let's see. We were uh, uh, we went to CBC, of course, and you know that was whatever that was. We weren't quite ready for that with this year's team, but um, you know, then we played West, and we're ahead at halftime, and and uh, second half we just couldn't stop them. Yeah, and, and we just kept making penalties and mistakes, and you know, our our inexperience was just showing up constantly, and and then the next, you know, the next five games, our defense has just been. Lights out. Our deep front, our defensive front has just been dominating and causing a tremendous amount of pressure on on the quarterback when he tried to pass, stopping the run. And you stop the run and put pressure on when they pass. That's about all you can ask for. And uh, so that has really let us get a lot of possessions because we're kind of a grinded out team. Our mm-hmm. offenses, you know, uh, we got it a guy that looks like a tank back there, but he's not the tank of old, you know, where he might break one on any given play. Now it's, it's, uh, you know, four or five yards and, and line up again. And hopefully, um, you know, we don't make a mistake when you've got a long drive or get a penalty or that kind of thing. And those usually, you know, hurt us, but we've been able to string enough points together. And, and uh, like I said, have more possessions because of how our defense has been playing. So let's go back to your comment about when you talked about a little for just briefly about your offensive line and talk to us about how over the 10 weeks that offensive line has improved from where they were earlier in the season or during the losing streak. Well, it's um, it's almost 
you know, when you look at the group, the collection of the group, you know, we have two guys that uh, had played defense. They'd never played offense before, two seniors. And they weren't, you know, they weren't starters. So we said, heck, we'll take them. And one of them came in the middle of the season, actually, when our right guard got hurt. And so we brought him over. And, uh, you know, we have one returning starter. That's our right tackle, Luchtefeld. And, uh, you know, he's, he's the nuts and bolts of our offensive line. And we get a, a center now. You know, our, our starting center got hurt early. So we brought a sophomore in. Um, we're starting another um, playing another sophomore that the guy that was hurts back. So it's been kind of a, you know, a mixture of guys in various positions and you know how that's not very conducive to learning what's going on. And uh, I think now, you know, as we've gone through this, they're accustomed to making calls at the line of scrimmage and helping each other out. And, you know, that's everything in our offense. And so that process a maturation process of sorts has just enabled them to get enough done so we can get some yards. You know, I kind of harken back to, I kind of learned that about your offense during the all-star game when that was at Leavenworth that year. And he had the, I think it was the Burns kid from the age was the center. And it was, and it was like, he, he was a real smart kid. And once he kind of got things going and, and kind of got a sense of how that game was going to go, the offensive line just float, you know, the calls and things like that flow behind him. And I, it, to me, it was like, it helped my understanding of what you do offensively on how important those guys up front are in terms of the calls. And that, and that once you've got somebody who really knows what they're doing and do, doing it well, which you've had several of those guys over, over the last few years, it's, it's, it's so key. I mean, it's as much as mesh points and things like that. So I oh, no, there, Yeah, there's no doubt there it's, you know, everybody thinks that we're just hand the ball off, but there's a lot going on who you're <laughs> reading, who you're reading on midline, who you're reading on inside Veer. Um, you know, there, there's so much going, it's not, uh, you know, it's not just a simple zone right and zone left deal. Coach, are you reading everything? Are you reading it all the time on the option? Well, when it's a when it's a true triple play, yes, triple and midline, yeah, we totally. We can go double on that, you know, quarterback keep, or we can go triple, and uh, you know, getting getting everybody on the right page. Um, I think because of our inexperience, is just taking longer than we thought, but. Um, you know, we have no excuse right now. You know, if we're not executing right now, then <laughs> it's our own fault. You know, I just had a thought when you two were talking that I probably should just shut up and let you two talk well, about, about that offensive style. We ought, to just have, <laughs> we ought to just have the guy in the kitchen talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just cook, cook up something good for us. <laughs> well, tell me this. Uh, there's no secrets between you and Mill Valley. This is seven years in a row. Um, and, and I think, does that, does that help or hurt? Is it just the kids know, hey, this, this is the game we got to play? We, we do it every year. <laughs> well, you know, the, uh, the biggest difference, I think, in this game is uh, that, you know, we used to be in the same league, so we'd yeah. play each other twice a year. I, I don't know. This might be our 11th time in eight years that we've played them. And, you know, they know that they've got to beat us to go to a state championship game. We know we got to beat them to go to a state championship game. So most of the schools we play throughout the year are either 6A or they're 4A. And they, they want to beat us but their season doesn't hinge on it. And uh, 6A schools, they're not going to invest a lot of time in stopping midline and triple option when they're going to see it once and never again in the playoffs. And the same thing probably holds true with the 4A schools, although because we're both, all three of us are Catholic schools, there is some rivalry there. But Mill Valley knows that 
hey, we've got we've to stop these guys. We've got to have a game plan ready because we know we're going to play them. And, and, of course, we know the same thing about them. So I think it makes the rivalry, uh, you know, more intense. And also, you know, they, they know how to stop us as good as anybody. Uh, Coach Hudge has done a wonderful job over there, defense coordinator, game planning against us. And now it's time for us to counter a little bit. Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game because it always is pretty much. <laughs> no, no doubt about that. Uh, good luck, and we appreciate you taking time with us. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. All right. That is St. Thomas Aquinas coach Randy Dryling. He's got a REMAX Big 3 game with Mill Valley in the semifinals of 5A. We come back. We're going to talk with Bishop Yates, Coach John Holmes, and our own Adam Burns. You'll see Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I listen to you time and time. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the I's. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played Division I ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans. And a program like this wouldn't be possible with a great partner like the University of Kansas Health System. 
Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System treats any sports injury to any member of your team, whether it's your back, knee, hip, shoulder, or a concussion. See the same experts who care for the Royals and Chiefs. Learn more at sportsmedicine.kansashealthsystem.com. And a reminder, uh, their walk-in clinic at the I-435 and Null location. Um, this is the last Saturday um, for the fall. I'm, I'm, I don't know what they'll be doing in the, in the wintertime, but that's the last Saturday of the fall walk-in clinic on Saturdays. And of course, they have extend, they'll continue to have extended hours uh, Monday through Friday. So it's a great place to go and get your sports injury taken a look at and get treated. All right, let's go ahead and get back into football and bring in a coach for one of our REMAX big three games. And this time of year, it's easy to have three big games. There's only four games on the Kansas side in the Metro and bring in John Holmes from Bishop Miege. And coach, uh, you, you, this is an annual conversation for us, the semifinals <laughs> the last uh, eight years. And um, you've got St. James, the same team you played last year in the semifinals. You played them a few weeks ago. Um, not a regular season you're used to, of course, at two and six, but the last three weeks you gotten out and um, played some different teams, and and it looks like you guys are kind of getting getting back to where you you, you wanted to be, and and do you feel like your team is kind of where it needs to be this week? You know, I think we, you know, I feel like we are, um, you know, and I think the biggest thing with us was we're a young team early in the year, and when you're playing the schedule that we got to play, it's hard to get your confidence going week to week, um, you know, and our guys battled through that at two and six, and you know, lost a couple that we felt like we should have won. So those guys stayed confident. And then the last three weeks, we've been able to, you know, get on teams early. I think that's been the big thing that we got to do. We got to score and we got to get a stop. And we've been able to do that the last three weeks. And, um, you know, that's not going to be any different here. You know, Friday night, it's going to be another big night where we got to come out fast, ready to go. Coach, saying on that same stage, talk to us a little bit about how your junior quarterback, Mac Armstrong, has improved from week one to week 13 in the season. Yeah, I mean, I think he's seeing the game a lot faster. Um, he's starting to get the ball out quick. He's starting to understand what the coverages are doing. Um, you know, the first game of the year, we were having him try to check pass protections and then make his read, and he just wasn't able to do that. So we kind of took a step back as an offense um, and asked him what he was comfortable doing and allowed him to do it. Um, you know, and now he's able to do it. And, you know, probably the most balanced passing attack we've ever had since I've been here. Uh, you know, we got three to four guys that we feel like can have 100 plus yards. So I think that helps his confidence where he can actually make a read and not be stuck on just one guy. So that's really been big here the last couple of weeks. Well, last week you beat Eudora uh, 21 to six. And um, I think that in the past, people will be like, oh, they only beat him 21 to six. That's a really good Eudora team. And you held that they were scoring points on everybody. Um, what kind of challenges did they give you guys last week and, and how, how good do you feel coming out the other side of that one? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think we felt like they were going to try to control the clock, um, you know, with the type of offense that they run. Um, and then their threat of a vertical passing game was, was, I mean, they threw in the games, we broke down 16 passes, 12 completions, six were touchdowns. So that was kind of <laughs> our big thing is we can't allow big plays in the pass game. Um, you know, if they get a big run, we got to reset and focus on winning first down. And our guys were able to do that. Um, you know, we held them scoreless three quarters that, you know, they scored on that first possession. And really it was after we had muffed a punt and gave them the ball on the 20 yard line. So, you know, we felt confident um, after that one, you know, have some new faces rolling in on defense that helps have some guys back healthy now that were not playing the first go around in this game. So, you know, I think that's where our defense feels way more confident to where they feel like they can get some stops now. Coach, as you guys have prepared this week for St. James on this weekend, what have, what does your defense have to do to stop them offensively? Yeah, I mean, you you got to stop number six and number three uh, at the receiver positions. 
Um, they throw the ball incredibly well down the field, the vertical shots they can take. Um, you know, and then you saw against Piper last week where now 25 is getting the ball on the edge and he's able to do some things in the run game. Um, and then what killed us the first game was what number 10 can do running the ball. You know, he had 125 yards rushing the first time we played him. Um, you know, we got to be able to contain that, you know, and, and, and that's a lot. I mean, you talk about two receivers, a quarterback and a running back that you feel like can be game changers. So, um, you know, that's what our focus has been this week is understanding where those guys are, understanding what what things they can do and what they try to do to get the ball in their hands, because we got to be able to get stops and get them off the field and we can't let them, you know, take shots down the field. Um, you know, so that's kind of our big challenge this week. I feel like the biggest improvement, I mean, for, for St. James is the offensive line. I felt like last year they, their offensive line was good enough, but they had a guy who could do things without in, in Jimmy White who could do things without an offensive line for the most part. And this year it feels like that they're a little more solid up there. How, how much of a challenge is that for your defensive line? That's a big challenge, especially because they're really good at the schemes that they run, um, you know, and, um, you know, Bicklemeyer, the senior, who's a three-year starter for him. Um, you know, it's kind of the anchor of that O-line. He's the one guy that was back from last year. So the confidence they've gained from week one to now, um, you know, that's why they're able to do all those things up front, I think. And especially on the offensive side, now that House is playing better, I think that has a big, you know, a lot to do with how good the O-line's been here in the last couple of weeks for him. Coach, I know you don't want to do this, but if you do have to punt, how is your punting game? How's your punter and your punt coverage? Yeah, I mean, we've been, you know, that's something we've been working on all year. Um, you know, Dagan Jensen's our punter. Um, you know, he's had a good year with that. You know, and the, this type of year, those are the plays. I know, Coach, you mentioned it. Like, you don't want to think about it, but those are the plays that can flip a game. Um, you got to be able to flip the field sometimes in big playoff games, especially against an offense like St. James. You may have to punt the ball when you don't want to, um, you know, but you got to try to force that offense to go the length of the field. You don't want to give them a short field. So it's going to be a big part of what we have to do, you know, to come out on top here Friday night. Well, and it's going to be at uh, Blue Valley High School, which is a bigger venue. I mean, is that is that kind of fun? I know it's a neutral site, but they're they're the host team. Um, with having a bigger venue and more people able, able to squeeze in there, I know you like your place and packing as many people as you can, but how fun is that going to be to play a game at, at a big venue like Blue Valley? Well, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. Um, you know, it's 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 one where, you know, our game the first time at our place was packed and we feel like it's going to be even more packed here this go around. So, you know, it's kind of turned into kind of an annual annual game for us <laughs> playing this late in the year. So, um, you know, I think it's one that our kids are our kids are fun to play with. And we've we've played at Blue Valley. So we know the stadium. We know the locker room we're going to dress in. We know where our coaches sit in the press box. We know the sidelines. So, um, you know, that's the. That's the positive with us is it's not a new place that we're going to play for the first time. Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck, and we appreciate you taking time with us. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Well, Coach Holmes, uh, Coach Holmes has been here, done that, eight years in a row in the semifinals. And he said it's interesting they're going to be playing at Blue Valley, so they know that, and that, that's a, a comfortable thing for them. So uh, it, I, I've, I still lean in. I haven't made my picks yet, but uh, I'm leaning towards St. James. I just think they're a little bit better team, but that's going to be a great game. I think the big challenge for me, Age, will be defensively. They've got a lot of things to do in order to slow down that St. James offense. All right, let's go ahead and bring in our own Adam Burns. He's going to be at that game and uh, caught St. James and Piper last week. And, um, you know, Piper did a pretty good job of hanging with them as best they could. And you kind of started to see, you know, Coach Pollard tried to put a good face on it, but they, they had a lot of injuries this year. And to do what they did, I think, says a lot about them and to play as well as they did with St. James last week. Says a lot about them. But in the end, St. James just kind of talent went out and 
and they grinded them out and, and got a good win. And now here they are back again against Bishop Miege. You know, a thought just popped into my head too. It's just um, coach mentioned after the game, um, you know, saying, you know, obviously complimenting St. James. Uh, he, he mentioned numbers too. And I think maybe that was, maybe that was a, um, a code to saying, man, they just, they just outlasted us. You know, yeah. they, they had that late run. Um, gosh, it happened so fast. And, um, you know, Piper, they, they fought. I think that, that's a good point. They, they fought as hard as they could. They, they kept it to um, a touchdown deficit. And then they, they scored, you know, they got a field goal and all that. And it was just – it was I – I think everybody was anticipating, waiting for St. James to, to do what they did a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, all credit to Piper. They, they, they've got some good, good pieces working toward the future, no doubt, no doubt. Adam, what did you like about the St. James passing game? It, it, I think it's just a progression of, of what we've seen all year. And it, and it, um, you know, it, they continue to, they continue to fire on all cylinders, mostly, you know, of course, a little bit slower start than coach Radke and that offense uh, wanted. But um, I think once they got warmed up, you know, obviously it was chilly uh, last Friday, but once they got warmed up, it, it started to look a little bit better, you know, um, Jackson house um, completed a little bit more than 50% of his passes uh, the previous weeks, he was closer to 70%. So um, not the night that um, I think they wanted um, through the air, but, um, you know, with, with the cold, you, you, you hope that your ground game can pick it up. And that's what they, they leaned on as well. And um, Jackson House was a part of that. He had a number of carries and 70-ish yards. And I know um, the running back to Yabe Watts had uh, well over 130 yards um, and, a, and a pair of touchdowns to his name. So, um, you know, of course, and he, you know, Jackson threw the ball well to, you know, his two guys and John Neeson and, and Ty Claiborne, and they both were over a hundred yards. So, um, you know, it's at this point in the season, um, you know, their guys are their guys and they're going to step up and, um, you know, they're looking more like a complete team I'd say right now. Well, I'm talking to coach Holmes, you know, he, he said that, uh, the first time around, you know, house hurt him as much with his legs as he did with his arm. I mean, he ran for a hundred yards in that game and, I know that that's one of those things, you know, he talks about that they've got to be careful there and, and they're really good on the line and, and that's going to be a challenge for them. You know, one thing that uh, Coach Holmes brought up, and, and I think it's been a lot of uh, Miege's success the last few weeks, is that Armstrong is playing better at quarterback. Um, he said that they've got the four wide receivers that are all weapons uh, and they're just and they're just kind of kind of rounding into form as a young team. And even though they won 21 to six, that looks closer. That says about as much about a Eudora team and how they, they played and, and coach Holmes had good things to say about them. Um, yeah. I, I think, I feel like Miege is, it probably got what they needed out of the first three games uh, heading into this one and, and a good test by Eudora that yeah. looks totally different than anybody else going into this one. Well, and, and Eudora was one of those teams that, you know, people were like, Oh, can they, can they be the one? Was it Basil Linwood, Piper, Eudora, you know, there was a number of teams here this year that, that could have uh, come out of this region. It was more open, you know, and I kind of, wrote a little bit about that in my column this week. Um, so, you know, I was, I know I was checking my phone throughout Friday night, seeing to check in the Miege and Eudora score. Cause um, you know, Eudora obviously had a, a fair crack at Miege there. Um, but, you know, I was impressed and in, in seeing, seeing um, Miege's running game pick up, you know, I, I think Jalen Birch, right. He had well over 200 yards yeah. um, in, a, in a trio of touchdowns. So um, that's, that's gotta be something that I'm sure, Coach Radke's focused on, you know, they just faced him, 
you know, about a month ago. So it's not like they haven't seen him. Um, but, um, you know, maybe that, maybe that running game is, is picking up some steam. And of course, you know, this time of year, um, that's, that's how teams win. They run the ball, they control the line of scrimmage and, uh, they, they play good defense and get a couple turnovers. You know, that's, that's how you got to play and, and win this time of year. Well, it's kind of funny how the, the roles have flipped a little, you know, it used to be when you, what, what you described out of St. James, you know, the two stud receivers and the running back and the quarterback and trying to keep them under 30. And now you're talking about Miege going, Oh, if they can run the ball and just keep, <laughs> which is yeah. a good testament to their staff for what they've, you know, with this young team, um, what they've turned, what they've been able to do, you know, two and six is two and six in the regular season. I know it's a tough league that five teams are still yeah. playing out of, you know, you got, you got two, two whole semifinals out of, out of uh, three, three classes that on the, on the big classes that are filled with EKL teams. That says a lot there, but no, it should be a great game, Adam. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, you do such a great job, and we will uh, chat with you again next week after we get done with this one. You're too kind. Thank you, guys. All right. That's our own Adam Burns. He will be at the 4A semifinal at, at Blue Valley High School between St. James and Bishop Meage. All right, we come back, we're going to talk with GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. Listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like two Cy Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. 
The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgond, and joining us now from gopowercat.com and Preps KC, of course. He's been doing a lot of great work for us this year is our uh, Ryan Wallace. And uh, Ryan, uh, you know, you saw something last week that I don't think any of us thought we'd see. <laughs> Blue Valley Northwest just jump all over Olathe North. Let's start there. Um, I, I picked Blue Valley Northwest. I'm not stunned they won, but I thought it'd be a better game than that. And that was, I, I don't know, was that the best performance probably Blue Valley Northwest has had, not just this year, but in a long time? They yeah, came out I mean, just dominated. I mean, and you were texting me like, I did not see this coming. I, I couldn't, I can't, <laughs> I can't think of a time that I've seen the Blue Valley Northwest Huskies. It's not just dominate a team or even dominate a good team, but dominate a team a program, if you will, like Olathe North in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, it was just complete domination. I think, like I said in our article, um, I don't think this is the furthest I think Blue Valley Northwest has been since uh, 99, 99, yeah, yeah 98, 99-ish, um, when they were back right in Substate and then, again, have never been to the finals um, in, in school history in football. And so I know that that's something that talking with Coach Ryder, it, you know, I asked him after the game, is this the type of win that, you know, concerns you at all, knowing that you have an EKL rival in Blue Valley West that you just beat <laughs> like three weeks ago? I mean, is there any fear that that the, the guys are going to be riding too high? And, you know, he put it pretty bluntly that, A, he feels confident in the leadership that they have with with Mikey Pauly and Gabe Peterson, guys on both sides of the ball. But also he, he said, you know, Ryan, we've never the program's, you know, never been in this position as far as making it to the finals. And so I think there's such a, such a desire, such an overall uh, goal of theirs just to, to be there that for them to get lackadaisical this week and overlook Blue Valley West when they're one step away, he said, yeah. would, would stun me, would stun me. So, um, but getting back to that game, I'm, uh, Olathe North is extremely talented on both sides of the ball individually uh, they'll have a number of guys that'll go on to two four-year universities um, from this team. And I just think that they were absolutely shell-shocked at the way that the blue Valley Northwest just dominated them. Uh, and, and mainly I thought in the trenches, uh, I thought that, you know, that was where the game I thought would, would be won. And early on uh, the, the cold weather and certainly the wind played a, uh, a role in things, but at the end of the day, Blue Valley Northwest just found things and holes in Olathe North system, both offensively and defensively, that they exploited and exploited for the better part of three and a half quarters. In that thirty-five to zero run that they had, did they have any short fields? You know, getting the ball inside the twenty-five yard line, et cetera, or did they just drive it and score? Pretty much just once that I can recall, did they have, did they get the ball, uh, you know, on the good, what I would call the good side of the 50. Um, everything else was uh, 
pretty much kind of broken plays by Olathe North defensively. Uh, you know, Grant Stubblefield had a, a run of close to 90 yards, certainly over 80 yards um, that he, they ran basically right up a gap and was untouched and outran everybody else. Uh, there was another play that I can recall where Mikey Pauly uh, found a receiver for probably a 30, 40, maybe even 50 yard gain. Uh, Max Muehlberger caught it uh, almost probably right at the pylon and they were able to punch it in. Paulie was able to punch it in from the one. So, uh, you know, aside from maybe one series that I think they were able to get a short field. And I know they had another one in uh, early on in the second half uh, where there was a, a botched punt that Olathe North um, didn't get the snap right, fumbled it, and and Blue Valley Northwest took over inside the 10. Those might have been the only two that I can think were were short field for Blue Valley Northwest. They were just able to make some big plays. And, and then Blue Valley West, again, down to China Mission Northwest, much like they were down to Blue Valley last week, just come back and 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 kind of where – and I think what we're – and I'm starting to wonder about the – you know, the, you, we had the Rhino package a few weeks ago that won them the game against Blue Valley West for Blue Valley – now it seems like the, the script is flipped and now Blue Valley West is the physical team that wears you out in the second half and comes back. I, I, I like Blue Valley Northwest in this game, but I've not put, I, I can't pick Blue Valley West. We all know that that's a given. So, I mean, wh- whatever I think about this game, you, you should go the opposite way, but I, hats off to coach Corkermeyer and his staff. He, he has got this team in every game they played pretty much. And they, uh, they are stepping up. And it's, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. And it's two great coaching staffs, two teams that have, you know, outside of 2007 when West won it, um, that have not really had this kind of level of success. I mean, West has been in a semifinal in the last 10 years. They were there, I think, in like 2012 against Blue Valley in a 5A semifinal. But <clears throat> no, this is, a, this is a great game, and I, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, and I think it goes back to what you were saying, Dion, of the fact that, you know, and I would imagine that this will be reciprocated – uh, all week long with Blue Valley Northwest is this is another one of those games like they did with Olathe North where, you know, not only do you want to kind of theoretically step on the other team's throat, but you can't let your foot off. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you've got to put keep your foot on the gas uh, because West has proven now twice <laughs> with the season on the line that they're not scared to come from behind. And so the, I, I do think the Jaguars will find a way to keep this one competitive, uh, but at the same time, like I said, I, th- I think Blue Valley Northwest has now proven themselves on both sides of the ball. Their defense last week was swarming to the football to where I do think that they'll be able to win this. I say regular, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, somewhat comfortably, um, you know, maybe not to the level that we saw last week, but at the same time in saying that they'll win comfortably, I, I still think that there will be moments in the second half where this game will be competitive. Well, Ryan, uh, I want to. Oh, excuse me, Coach. Go ahead, Dion. Well, I, I was going to jump jump over to Lawrence, but Coach, go ahead and just see what you want to do first. But. Okay, Ryan. I'm. I was kind of interested in your take on the Derby Free State game. Uh, yeah, I like Derby. Um, I, you know, there's no secret there. The problem with with to me with trying to uh, attack Derby if you're an opponent is that their offensive line is so structurally good, so big. It reminds me some of the, a little bit of the Aquinas lines that we saw two and three years ago. And so that in and of itself makes them very hard. But then when you have a player like Dylan Edwards behind them, that's able to do all the things that he can do. 
even if you're able to score on Derby, I don't think you can outscore Derby. Um, so if you're free state, you're going to try and obviously do what everyone does against Derby and that's keep Dylan Edwards on the sideline, you know, let Jet Deneen and the offense do their thing. But at the end of the day, I just don't think that there's enough, you know, explosiveness with the Firebirds for them to outscore Derby. Yeah. That, so, and that's what happened last week. And now Lawrence has got them and, and the good win for man Lawrence over Manhattan. I did a podcast with coach Bowen and uh, you know, he, he sounds quietly confident in the way they're playing football right now. Um, and I think that they'll be interesting to see how they handle Derby. I, I think for, don't you think the recipe to beating Derby is you got to get up, you got to try and find a way to score, stop, score. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's winning it in, in other ways, in a way it's kind of beating opponents the way that you, you know, you see Kansas state hang the last three years, well, two out of the last three years beat Oklahoma. You got to win it in other phases. You know, you got to create turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be explosive on and special on special teams. That's the kind of recipe to beating Derby. And I think you've got to make them uncomfortable. You know, uh, you got to put them in a situation where their backs are against the wall, uh, where they're feeling a little bit of pressure because they're just not used to doing that. If Lawrence can do that, um, then, you know, I think obviously they, they have a shot, but like I was talking about last week with free state, the, the recipe that everybody, it's an easy recipe that everybody knows, but it's, it's, you know, you can, you can put all the recipe to bake the cake, but at the end of the day, you, you, you know, the cake's got to come out of the oven the way it's supposed to. And it, it's harder to do that. Well, and coach Bowen said something I said, well, going on the road, going to Derby, he said something I thought that was extremely insightful. He said, he, he's learned as a high school coach. He almost prefers a road game because you have a little more control over him. And he goes, and you know, an hour long bus ride or hour plus long bus ride. He goes, kids sit in the bus. They take naps. They relax. He goes, and that probably is better than leaving school and coming back in the afternoon. And who knows what they're doing? Holding hands with the girlfriend. Was that one of those things? Right, right, right. <laughs> and so he, I go, I told him, I said, well, coach, if you win this one, you've got a bus ride to Emporia. Uh, <laughs> so that'll take care of that. Well, next on to your game this week, you're going to go watch uh, Mill Valley and Aquinas as they play for the 400th time in the last five years. Um, and, and we talked with Coach Dryling. He said he thinks it's 11 times in eight years back going, you know, the last few years ago when they were in the Mill Valley was in the EKL. This is probably back to where we're, you know, coin toss, late game type of thing. Aquinas' defense is playing outstanding. And he said that's really what has led them to their, you know, to be able to play the style of ball they want to play. Um, and he said that's the one thing he goes – because they're, you know, Mill Valley is as good at stopping them as anybody is. Um, so there's no secrets here. So it's just, this is about want to uh, a lot about in this game, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, uh, I, I think the thing about Aquinas, and I'm glad you brought up their defense, because it seems like for years and years, we've been talking about their offense, you know, with Tank Young. And like I mentioned earlier, that the giant offensive lines that they've had, and, you know, they've been able to beat teams that way. And this year, uh, I do think that their offense is starting to click a little bit more. Yeah. Sean Carroll's running the ball extremely effectively. I think Maxwell Ford is a quarterback that um, in some aspects maybe doesn't fit that offensive game plan. Um, and so it's taken him a little bit to to really be comfortable in that system. But he's starting to make the reads and, and uh, you know, be effective as a quarterback, um, not only – 
him personally, the hit, playing to his strong suits, but also playing, you know, to what makes Coach Dryling's offense work. But it's really been the defense. I mean, uh, they're very strong at the line of scrimmage. You look at Keon Payne as a is a, a, a recruit that I know is starting to gain a little bit of a track gain traction. Uh, Seo Siavi is a kid that can kind of do a lot for them off the edge and. You know, obviously you've got a kid like Jalen Marshall in the middle that uh, attracts double teams as a top five, maybe top 10 player in the state of Kansas um, that's committed to Missouri. And so those, that to me is where Aquinas will have to, uh, you know, if they're going to snap, I think, what is it, uh, two or three years straight that they've lost to Mill Valley now, that's where I think this game is going to have to be won is uh, their defensive line against the Mill Valley offense that's been so good. Uh, but kind of going over to the Mill Valley side, I don't know if maybe we talk enough about Mill Valley's defense because, you know, their offense has been good, you know, with, with Jay. Uh, I, I think you look at their wide receiver, Kendrick Jones, I think he'll create a, a matchup problem uh, for Aquinas. They haven't really seen a receiver or an offense that can throw it around like Mill Valley. So I, I, I'm going to look at him a little bit on Friday and see if they go to him early, but this is a Mill Valley Jaguar defense that over the course of what, five, six, five weeks, I think now that has only given up 21 points total combined. Um, But in saying that Dion, and I'll finish with this, uh, I do think that um, maybe the move to the Sunflower League for Mill Valley, I'll be curious to see if maybe that prepared them the same way uh, the schedule would have in the EKL. Because when you look at a team like Aquinas, Record-wise, you're seven and four, but this is a team that's been tested. You know, they've played St. James. They've gone and played, you know, had Lutheran North from St. Louis come over. They've had gone to CBC in St. Louis. They played them. They've played Blue Valley West, Blue Valley Northwest, Blue Valley. Uh, this will be a team that is not going to be scared of a dogfight, not going to be scared of an 11 and one opponent like Mill Valley. And so I'm very curious to see if maybe St. Thomas Aquinas will use um, everything that they've gone through to get to this point um, to maybe, again, use that to their advantage. Uh, Whereas Mill Valley, you know, you look down their schedule, Free State, Lawrence, outside of that, nobody that they've really beaten uh, of substance that, you know, is, is still alive or was still alive really last week. This is a quick question for both of you regarding Mill Valley's defense. Do you think their defense is better this year than it was last year when they won the state championship? Quick answer. No, no. (laughs) Um, And and the answer for me is pretty simple. They don't have Ethan Creamer. Um, I think he was that much of a difference maker coach. Arguably the bet, one of the best defensive tackles in all the state last year. Yeah. And I I know that the, the, I think the linebacking core may be a, a hair better this year. Um, and, and their defensive line is still really good. Aiden Schaefer anchors that group and has had an outstanding year. Uh, but no, I, I don't think I, I don't think it is as good. But I don't know if it needs to be as good as it, as it was last year. Um, I think their challenges maybe aren't as high. You know, you talk about the Sunfire League, and, and before we let you go, um, I, I think that Mill Valley was lucky in this year that they had Lawrence and Free State and Olathe West on their schedule, um, that they were able to get some of the better teams in the and that's a worry that they have is that you can. You can draw a Sunflower League schedule out of no fault of your own, and you don't play anybody. And I wonder, as time goes on, if they're going to give some freedom to these Sunflower League schools to go out and schedule. If I'm Mill Valley, I move to that league, and I'm stuck playing the same teams over and over, and, and my, I'm not nearly as tough as I've been down the line. Now, 
they've got really good classes coming. So I don't know if that's going right, to be, right. and, and you're talking about kids who, if they win this week, will have a solid, you know, going into next year, seniors who have played in the state champion, you know, the, all they know is playing 13 weeks and practicing 13 weeks. So that tends to build on itself, but going forward, that's something to watch Ryan is, is how they get their schedule done in the Sunflower League. You can't necessarily predict year to year um, who's going to be, you know, sometimes teams just jump up and are good. And sometimes teams drop through the floor on you. Uh, but no, that'll definitely be one. Well, it's going to be a great week. Uh, looking forward to reading your stuff on Friday night and uh, it's going to be fun. And I tell you, this is th- that, this is another, I, I think going into last year, I felt like Mill Valley was definitely the favorite. I don't know about this year. I think it's, a, I think the way St. Thomas Aquinas is playing, this is a toss up game and it should be a great one. Well, yeah. And, and I'll finish by saying this about Mill Valley. Um, you know, it's scary because I think everyone recognizes that, that maybe this isn't the strongest Jaguars team <laughs> yeah. and yet they're still 11 and one. And I'll be honest, they could win this one and they could go into the state finals uh, and, and get beat and maybe even get beat soundly by either of the two teams on the other side of the bracket. And what's scary is the way Joel Appleby has that program rolling from what I've heard, this might be their best freshman class they've ever had. Yeah. So like you said, if you give some of these sophomores and juniors any momentum at all, and then you add that freshman group to the mix, I don't think Mill Valley's going anywhere. No, I don't think so either. Well, have fun out there this week, and we will chat with you again next week. Looking forward to it. Mill Valley's always one of the my, my favorite atmospheres. Yeah, so it's, a, it's a good one. <laughs> if nothing else, the game day environment's going to be a lot of fun. All right, that's Ryan Walls from GoPowerCat.com. Does great work for us as well. Okay, that is our Kansas Hour. When we come back, we will jump across the state line and talk Missouri playoff football. We'll say Preps KC's football Friday night. Driven by the McCarthy Auto. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, 
you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick's scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. 